and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to verses 2 through 6 of Romans chapter 8. On our previous study, taken from verse 1, Paul gives the inspired statement that in spite of the failure that he experienced in chapter 7, he did not lose his salvation because he was in Christ Jesus. However, he wasn't enjoying the Christian life that God wanted him to have. So how is he to have this? Here's what he writes, beginning with verse 2. For the power of the life-giving Spirit, and this power is mine through Christ Jesus, has freed me from the vicious circle of sin and death. We aren't saved from sin's grasp by knowing the commandments of God because we can't and don't keep them, but God put into effect a different plan to save us. He sent his own Son in a human body like ours, except that ours are sinful, and destroyed sin's control over us by giving himself as a sacrifice for our sins. So now we can obey God's laws if we follow after the Holy Spirit and no longer obey the old evil nature within us. Those who let themselves be controlled by their lower natures live only to please themselves. But those who follow after the Holy Spirit find themselves doing those things that please God. Following after the Holy Spirit leads to life and peace, but following after the old nature leads to death, because the old sinful nature within us is against God. Once again, we see that the law is powerless to overcome sin. It could point out, condemn, and even stimulate sin, but it could not remove it. It took the work of Christ on the cross to settle the sin problem. But the law still plays a role in the life of a believer as a moral and ethical guide, obeyed out of love for God by the power that the Spirit provides. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. 
In several previous programs, I have mentioned that the Christian really lives in two worlds. Obviously, we live in this world, in this dimension, on this plane. But as believers in Christ, we also possess his resurrection-type life. While we all possess a nature that is geared only for this world and its sin, we also possess a nature that is geared for a different life, a life that wants to please Christ. So we live simultaneously in two worlds and on two planes. That of necessity creates tensions and struggles within every Christian, especially in those who value and cultivate their personal relationship to Jesus Christ. In chapter 8 of Paul's letter to the Romans, he informs us how we can live meaningfully and with purpose in this dimension. He begins with a tremendous statement that no Christian will ever experience any kind of condemnation, that is, no Christian will ever be called into court to face the Lord for any sin and be sentenced and punished. Believe Paul. Christ bore the whole punishment for everyone who has joined him. Verse 1 reads of chapter 8, There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Verse 2 begins with the word because. So why is verse 1 true? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. There are two important facts here. Number one, God sent his Son in the likeness of sinful man. Significant is the fact that Jesus was not made like Adam before he sinned. He was made in the likeness of sinful man. But notice he was made in the likeness of sinful man. While Christ never possessed a sinful nature like all of us, yet he experienced all the infirmities of our flesh. Our bodies now may be quite different from that of Adam's before sin. Jesus came in our present likeness. Paul is careful to guard the sinlessness of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. The person of Christ who was God in the flesh is not compromised. Christ remained fully God. But number two, the reason he was made in the likeness of man was for sin. That's why he came. He came for sin, to destroy it. He, by going to the cross and dying there, actually condemned sin. God passed a judicial sentence on sin. He condemned it. In Christ, sin was judged, sentenced, and condemned. Sin was punished in the Son of God. Interesting way of looking at it. That meant that the pain he suffered was far different than just the pain of a dying person on a cross. His death was much more than that. Had it been only that, then his pain was no different than that of a martyr. Martyrs did not experience the wrath of God in death as Jesus did. So then, those of us who are in Christ will never be condemned for sin. Sin has already been condemned in Christ. Now, that being true, we do not live according to our sinful nature. 
those who do not relate to Jesus Christ do live according to their sinful nature. That is, they are dominated by it. Their minds are set, as Paul puts it here in verse 5, on what that nature desires. The mindset of those not related to Jesus Christ is toward sin, toward that which does not please God. Paul calls it here hostility toward God. That was already evident when Jesus lived in Palestine. Those who didn't believe in him were hostile to him. That attitude is still evident today. As I've said many times before, by nature man wants God dead. Sin cannot stand God. The two are antithetical. The one who does not have the life of Christ within him is simply not capable of controlling his sinful nature. His mind is set in that direction. Sadly, it is possible for a believer in Christ to give in to his sinful nature too. There may be times where there seems to be no difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. Paul told the Corinthian Christians that some of them acted like unbelievers. Well, they were Christians. They had the life of Christ, but by their acts, an observer wouldn't know it. To the Galatians, Paul wrote that the Spirit of Christ within us and our sinful nature are in constant conflict with each other. It doesn't have to be that way. The believer has the Holy Spirit and can have an opposite mindset. While the mindset of the non-Christian leads to death, the mindset of the spiritual Christian, led by the Holy Spirit, leads to life and to peace. The life that is dominated by the sinful nature is on the way to death. That life is getting farther and farther away from God, who is the source of life. That life is moving toward self-extinction, toward suicide spiritually. On the other hand, the Christ-controlled life eventually is fulfilled in his presence, in eternal life. So while the one leads to dissolution, the other leads to fulfillment. The choice is yours. Choose Jesus. 
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H after California 93263, USA.